Hey, what's up? Welcome to my first official podcast. I'm your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? What is this podcast about, you ask? Or I guess you don't ask because I'm literally sitting in my bed because I'm lazy, talking to myself, um, being a petty little bitch. Um, But yeah, that's basically the premise of this podcast Um, I like to be petty, I like to shoot the shit, talk some hot goss, and this is just a recording of me doing that with you. Uh, So welcome. A lot of my friends have told me, Tori, you need to get a podcast. Um, I guess like I, A, that's like the the most sincere form of flattery in my books, but two, I was like kind of offended because I'm like, are you talking about, like, audio-only podcasts or, like, video? <laughs> Basically, is this the new, like, you have the, a face for radio or are you paying me a compliment? But um, I take it as a compliment, so this is for all of you. As I said before, I'm Tori. I live in beautiful Victoria, B.C., Canada, I'm 26 years old, I work at a university, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I am really interested in reality TV, celebrities, gossip, like pop culture, all of those things. Uh, Sometimes I like to be petty with a purpose um, and go on like a feminist rant about equity and equality in the world, but um, most of the time it's about superficial shit that I like to read about on the internet. And I would like to release a weekly podcast, maybe have some of my friends on here, talk about some funny stories, just maybe make your podcast routine a little bit funnier. I can already tell you right now, this podcast has changed my life for the better. I never drink water, and before I started recording this, I drank like a whole entire glass (laughs) because I didn't want to sound parched and like dehydrated, which I am on this podcast because this microphone that I bought picks up literally every sound. So yes, I speak like a valley girl. No, I'm not from California. Yes, I'm dehydrated because all I drink is iced coffee and Diet Cokes. I am literally that, like, the manifestation of that meme where it's like, body, I need water. And it's like, well, I'm going to get an iced coffee instead. Um, Or something like that. I don't know. Do people read memes aloud like that? I don't know. Anyways, am I a petty person? Like, yes, I am. I wouldn't say I'm the pettiest, but I'm definitely petty. And probably my friends are listening to this right now and like laughing hysterically because they're probably like, bitch, you're the pettiest person I've ever met. Don't play like you are rational or... (laughs) Um, take the high road because you definitely don't in literally every scenario in your life. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe I was just having a moment, 
maybe not super self-aware, and I took a BuzzFeed quiz just to make sure that I was petty enough for this podcast. And I don't know, when when I took it, I got 69% petty, which, like, LOL, um, isn't actually as petty as I thought I would be, so maybe um, the counselor that I'm seeing, the therapy that I'm currently in, uh, is working out for me, so that's great. Um, some of the questions were, do you, like, subtweet people on Twitter? And, like, I definitely did when people I knew actually used Twitter. Like, I would send out the occasional subtweet, but now, like, nobody I know uses it, so it's just me retweeting, like, other people's shit. <laughs> and me, like, talking about, like, if the weather's good or bad. <laughs> so definitely don't check me out on Twitter. Um, I think the most thing that I'm petty about is being at work. Um, nothing gives me more joy in life than, like, having a bitch sesh or just, like, shooting a few looks at my coworkers during a meeting that, like, you know, just when you're, like, shooting, like, kill me vibes, um, <laughs> with your eyes. Um, that's the type of petty that I am. I think another kind of hallmark trait of my pettiness is that my favorite phrase, or I wouldn't say favorite phrase, but like what I say the most in any conversation that I'm having or any story that I'm telling is, but what I will say is, or like, I just think it's funny how, like, you know, when I walk into the room and say, I just think it's funny how that... I'm being a petty bitch. <laughs> and I'm about to fucking sewer someone in a story. So, <laughs> so you hear, you'll definitely hear a few of those on this podcast. I, I can hold a grudge for literal years. That's definitely another way that I'm super petty. I remember, like, four years ago, my big sister came home drunk. I don't know. Was it over Christmas break? I don't know. We were all at my parents' house. I have two sisters. I'm the middle child, which probably also contributes to my pettiness. But my sister came home drunk, ate my leftover pizza that I had stored in a fridge and probably labeled because in my household, like, you have to do that. And, like, I still hold that grudge near and dear to my heart that she ate my pizza while I was asleep. So, at Quinn Ashton. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's for you. Um, I definitely have my read receipts on, on my phone. I just think it's, like, I don't care if you saw that I read your text message, like, if I didn't reply. Like, generally, I probably forgot about it, but, like, also, if I'm annoyed and didn't reply, like, you'll definitely know. And I just think that it's on the other person to decide what what it means to be left on red, and, like, that's that's on you, not me. So yeah, I definitely have my <laughs> read receipts on. Um, yeah, so I'm a petty person. Clearly, those are just like a few examples. I feel like I'll always be a petty person. Um, I will be 
at my like senior center, my old folks home, and I'll be hosting like a stitch and bitch for all all my ladies to get together and just like bitch about, I don't know, our deceased husbands. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I'm a rich widow one day. One time one of <laughs> one of my friends saw me going to like a work event and I was wearing like all black, like chic like winter coat and I don't know some gold jewelry and she said you look like a rich widow and I've never been more seen in my life <laughs> so yeah um get on this petty train with me <laughs> So I've got some things to say about Halloween. I am recording this. It is October 30th and Halloween is right around the corner. It is literally tomorrow. And I'm, I, I love Halloween. It's one of my favorite holidays. I love dressing up. I love a good theme. I love just like getting into character and I don't know I just find it so 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 much fun and I feel like in high school and like in university there was so many chances to wear like cute themed outfits but when you're old like me at 26 there's not so many opportunities to wear costumes so I love Halloween for that reason it's a great excuse to wear a very very cute costume and I usually try to, like, get some ideas in the summer, like, what's going on in my life, what's relevant, who do I want to be, what do I want to dress as. So usually, like, August, I'm starting to narrow down some ideas. And then usually in October, I will start, you know, um, curating um, some pieces for my costume but this year, I, I was a little late to the game. I, I had a few options in my head, but I didn't really know which, like, what, what vibe was I going for this year. And my first, like, my option A was Lindsay Lohan. Now this is how you throw a party in Mykonos, bitch. Um, that, like, Vine video. Is Vine still a thing? I don't know. The viral video of Lindsay Lohan dancing in Mykonos, Greece. It's everything that I've ever wanted and more. My sister and I dance like that all the time. I've sent her many a Snapchat of me like living my best life imitating Lindsay Lohan and I just thought it would be really cute but it's pretty hard to find like a good red wig or dye my hair red and get a sexy silver pantsuit and I don't know that just like I've been doing cocaine for 10 years um I have bad lip filler look so um I had to move on to option b which was surprisingly well not surprisingly for the people that actually know me but maybe for like possibly new listeners even though I know that it's literally my like six friends that are listening to this and no one else. So not surprisingly, my option B was Rob Mariano from Survivor, um, Boston Rob, because I don't know, I love Survivor. I'm really into season 37 right now. 
the fall, I don't know, it's just a great survivor season. Um, I watch with all my friends every Wednesday, listen to all the podcasts, dissecting the gameplay, and I was just feeling like I could dress up as Rob and wear like a Boston Red Sox hat and put like a little face paint goatee on my face and just be like, where's Amber? <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like Jamaican slash like South African, like Amber. But that is my Boston, my Boston accent. Don't at me. Um, I know it's literal trash. Um, and maybe I'll work on it for next year. But um, I don't know. I wanted something cuter than like to look like a fucking man, I guess, with like a thick, a thick gold chain and like a black tank top. So I went to my, um, my third option, which was Rachel Green from Friends. Um, in the earlier seasons when she's like a cute, uh, server barista girl at Central Perk, And then I thought it would be cute to, I don't know, wear, like, a black turtleneck um, and, like, my hair up in one of those, like, claw clips. And I don't know. I was just feeling very Rachel Green. She goes through, like, a really good transformation through the show. And when you first see her in season one, she's, like, a little bit lost in life. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, But then by season 10 question mark question mark I don't know were were there 10 seasons of friends she is like a strong independent career woman with a baby um so I don't know I just was feeling very Rachel Green so I decided to go um with that costume this year And I decided this very last minute, or at least it was very last minute for me. I decided this probably last Friday. Um, I don't know which day that was. I'm not going to look it up. But last Friday, like five days ago or whatever. And like, I just, I always commit to it. Like, if you're going to dress up as someone, like, you need to commit to it. So I'm spending my whole night, my whole Friday night, uh, which really shows you that I have a great social life. Um, and basically all of my Saturday, like watching YouTube videos, looking at like quotes, outfits, what type of lipstick does Rachel wear? Because, well, like she wears that like gross brown, like 90s slash like early 2000s look. But I don't know, there's one interview from like fucking... 1997 where she states what MAC lipstick she was wearing in while she was filming so I don't know I just like that level like that commitment level super down to make things I don't know to look at shops for different things I just really want to commit to these outfits I feel like I've had some again probably people are like you're such a basic bitch that you think that your costumes are, like, wacky or creative, but they're literally, like, so normal. But a few years ago, I was Frida Kahlo, but, like, cute. 
And last year I was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I don't know. I just think that I have like good taste in costumes. So I don't know. I'm just really... I just think if you should choose a costume, you should commit to it, do it really well. And I'm really impressed by people who can do that. But know what I am not impressed with? Most celeb Halloween costumes. So many celebs this year mailed it in. And I'm sick of people like cobbling together like a fucking trash costume for Halloween. When you have like an unlimited budget... You have a creative team. You have assistants to do all of your bitch work. You just have, like, I don't know, just so many, so many resources. And you decided to be, like, a sexy nurse or, like, go to your local party city store and pick up, like, an Alice in Wonderland costume. Like, I just, I don't get it. And it's super disappointing. I... I don't know. Obviously, I spent the weekend on celebrity websites, like, creeping all of the pictures from, like, the Casa Amigos party. (laughs) And I don't know. I was just really disappointed. Like, Chrissy Teigen, which I can't believe I'm saying this on record because Chrissy Teigen is everything to me. Like, if I could pick a future best friend or, like, a best friend in the whole entire world, like... It would be Chrissy Teigen. She seems like she's the funniest person ever. And she's just, I don't know, seems so cool. And like we would eat really good food all the time. And I just feel like she gets me as a person. She's also very petty. So like at Chrissy Teigen, like check out this podcast. (laughs) But anyways, Chrissy, you chose to be a unicorn this year. Like you literally threw on a headband some glitter around your eyes and like some hoop earrings and called it a day and like I understand that you probably have a lot going on with like your target line and Luna and Miles and John's new Christmas album coming out but I don't know I was just very disappointed and like I just thought you were doing a disservice to Halloween by dressing up as a unicorn and that seems like such a trend nowadays to like dye your hair like hot pink where like a unicorn headband with like ears I feel like it's the new like black cat but I don't know I'm just I'm not feeling it I don't I don't like it at all but there there was some celebrities that did like really good costumes I liked one of the foster sisters dressed up as Haley Baldwin and one of her friends went as Justin Bieber and I thought that was super cute Harry Styles dressed as Elton John, which was amazing, and he, like, retweeted that, and I kind of, like, ship that friendship, so I don't know. I liked that. Rita Ora went as Post Malone. It was amazing. You couldn't even tell it was her, and, like, that is commitment, and that's the level of detail that I want to see on people. I don't want, like the celebrities that I follow to be like us plebs wearing like a Dorothy like from the Wizard of Oz costume that you bought for $69.99 online um shout out to my like 2012 Halloween costume I don't know I wanted to be really like slutty that year but um I don't know it didn't work out (laughs) didn't work out great 
yeah, it's Halloween. I'm excited. It's fall. I've been trying to do some seasonal activities. I haven't gone into all of them. Haven't carved a pumpkin or anything like that. Um, but you know, I've hit up my fair share of PSLs this this fall, this season. The weather's been kind of shitty in Victoria, so I've definitely watched a lot of Netflix. And I've been binging this show that I just found out. And it's called Grand Hotel. And people are probably like, why are you talking about this? I don't give a fuck. Slash, it was like released like 2011 to 2013. And I'm a little bit late to the party. Late to the game, I think I said earlier. Who knows which one of those sayings is correct. I'm really, really bad at at saying so... (laughs) Uh, anyways, Grand Hotel, it's a drama about a family who owns a hotel and kind of the crazy telenovela happenings in the hotel. And the main character, um, well, there's two main characters, I guess, Alicia and Julio. And I have reached Twilight, like grade 10 Tori twilight levels of obsession and I was I was literally just thinking in my head I thought I got over this but I was like who am I kidding I am a 16 year old girl trapped in a 26 year old's body I haven't changed much since high school like certain parts of me have changed but other times I'm just like I am literally the same person personality is crystallized it's not nature versus nurture. I don't know. Um, my that, That's my psych degree tra- talking, but I don't know. I've reached Edward Cullen level um, obsession with Julio. Um, I'm like creeping for Spotify playlists that people have made of like my feelings when I watched Grand Hotel and I'm looking for like Instagram fan accounts just to like always be thinking about Grand Hotel even when I'm not watching it so if you haven't seen it I highly suggest you check it out it's really good but there's been this like this little nagging thought that I've been having while I've been watching season three and Okay, this show, just like a little side note, this show is three seasons. I think it's like 66 episode episodes. I'm on like episode 57 and I literally discovered this show like a week ago or like maybe like 10 days ago. So you can tell that like, I was like, what am I going to talk on this fucking podcast story? Like you've literally watched 57 hours of one Spanish TV show that no one no one in Victoria knows about or no one gives a fuck about and yeah except for me I really I give way too many fucks about this tv show anyways um I've had this nagging just like thought in my head while watching season three and like this is a spoiler alert if you are like a crazy person and are gonna go watch Grand Hotel and like don't want to know about this like minor B plot line that I'm about to tell you um about but in season three Doña Teresa the hotel owner loses the hotel to like this bad guy and um she's trying to buy it back and she needs money 
And it's 1906 in Spain. And what does she think is like the easiest way to get money is to marry off her youngest son, uh, Javier. And she thinks like, oh, I'll get the um, dowry from the wife and I can buy back the hotel. Um, so she's like, I need this la dote real bad. And I can't believe I just said that. Please, please, um, <laughs> please forget that I just said that. Um, please come back for episode two. Like, I promise this will be better. <laughs> but anyway, she wants that dowry money. Um, she searches all of Spain for, like, the top five eligible bachelorettes with, with a lot of money to marry off her son. And Javier is a character, like, he's a womanizer, like, party playboy. He loves, um, women, gambling, drinking, partying, all of that kind of stuff. And all he wants in a wife is for her to be beautiful. And so he doesn't want to marry these people that his mom chose because they are, like, not mainstream beautiful in whatever was, like, hot in 1906 in Spain. Um, and I just, like, don't understand how TV shows and movies cast for these characters. Like, I've always thought this. What would a casting director, like, do to get people to audition? I can't even imagine, like, does the ad, I don't know if it's an ad, by the way, I'm, I'm, these are just the thoughts that I'm having while, while watching this. Does it, a casting director put out an ad, like, in search of, like, kind of ugly women, or, like, slightly too old women, or, like, woman with a few extra curves like just for this plot line it's like you won't be talking in the episode the main character is gonna like talk shit about like that you've gained a few extra lbs this this fall or that you have like a large and in charge nose and that's just gonna be highlighted for the audience but like you won't be able to say anything or like point out that like you're a good person deep down inside but like all about your looks like is that what people audition for and then I'm like okay you know that's crazy who would who would want to do that because like I know that it's hard out there for those actors or at least that's what like all the tv and show tv shows and like movies that I watch um say but like who is auditioning for that and if they're not putting out on auditioning, like, an ad like that, sorry, I'm, like, stumbling over my words because I have to get this out because I'm, I don't know, I just, like, can't, can't wrap my head around this. But, like, do they just put out, like, an ad for normal, like, hey, in search of women for this plot, and then they find out later that it's, like, the, the main characters are just, like, talking shit and, like, suing them behind their back? Because that would be, like, really heinous. Like, I just think that that's, like, a hang daddy way of finding out that, like, oh, thanks for pointing out that, yeah, I gained a few extra pounds over the fucking winter. Like, thanks for that. I'm just a struggling actress trying to make it in this industry. So, I don't know. I just, like, 
I just having these thoughts while I'm watching Grand Hotel and I will stop talking about this now because no one gives a fuck about this Spanish TV show that I'm trying to watch but yeah if you liked Twilight if you like gorgeous people like the people that play these quote like I'm making quotation marks in I like I know you can't see that but like Right now, I'm making, like, those, like, quote, air bunnies right now. These ugly actresses, these spinster cat lady bachelorettes that Doña Teresa is trying to set up with Javier. Like, no one's going to look good in front of the, in like, next to the main character. Alicia Alcon is, like, the most beautiful, tiny, cute little girl. Like, I don't know. I just feel for these ladies, like anyone is gonna look like literal garbage like straight up human garbage next to Alicia so ladies um if you ever like stumble upon this little pod know that I've got your back and you're beautiful everybody's beautiful everybody is beautiful um and that's a little little preview of me being petty with a purpose (laughs) anyways people it's been real I hope that you have a safe and happy Halloween if you're a homebody like me maybe um you'll binge a few eppies of Grand Hotel on Netflix um if trick-or-treating or partying ain't your thing um, I've never said ain't before until <laughs> until this podcast, but <laughs> I'm just rolling with it. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, first episode of Ready to be Petty. Please don't mur- more Jesus Christ. Please don't murder my vocal fry. Yes, I talk like this. Yes, every day I have to reconcile with myself and the people that I work with, that this is my voice. And I don't know, I just, maybe one day I will like it. Um, I'm trying to put out a podcast once a week. It'll be about 20 minutes. Just me ranting and raving about something that's going on in my life. Hopefully I have some friends um, on the podcast and we can tell some funny stories. And yeah just want to have a platform in the most 2028 2018 thank you way of doing things which is start your own podcast me and everybody else in the world so my question for you this week are is what type of topics do you want me to be petty about um i am all ears I can't wait to, I don't know, be on this podcasting journey with you. I am your host, Tori, and as always, I am ready to be petty.